Morgan, I'll start the show a little sad note here. Um, it's been brought to my attention on Twitter that Taco Bell is getting rid of the uh, Loto Potato Griller as well as the Steak Quesarito. And I'm so sad. <laughs> Dude, I can't, I can't with you. You just... What? You, I hate you so much. He said, okay, for everybody listening, he just told me, he said, Morgan, hey, roll with me. I'm going to start the show a little differently. Pre-show, we talked about everything except Taco Bell. And all of a sudden, he says, okay, yes, rip the quesarito for one. <laughs> I had I had to bring it up because I've been thinking about it all day. It's just like <laughs> two-thirds of my order that I get at Taco Bell are gone. Honestly, yeah, I I used to get a uh, I used to get a quesarito every single time I went to Taco Bell. Steak quesarito, no sour cream every time. Oh, I get extra sour cream. We are oh, the exact opposite person. Oh God, <laughs> you are okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge your eating habits, but yes, rip the quesarito. Now I have to get a quesadilla like a peasant and then roll it up and eat it. Now, now Morgan, I did start with the sad note, but also good news is uh-huh. the quesarito is not dead. What's it's that? It's not mean? dead. You can order it through the app still. Taco okay. Bell is making it. It's not on the menu, but it is through the app. What? I think this is some like inner inside ploy to get people to download the app. I go to Taco oh. Bell like quite a bit. As of late, not so much. Yeah. But like, I never use the app. Now I have to. Dude, this I is just corporate's way of being like, we got to make them use the app. Hide the best food in it. Nah, dude, I always use the app. It's way easier because you can just, you already have your mask on in the car. Because I look, I don't drive with my mask on. I'm not like that guy because I don't really feel like super great about just pulling it under my chin. So like, and whenever I go to the talk box, I don't want to have to like fidget with my mask and be like, hey, hey, and have them not hear me and all this other shit. So I'm just like, I'll pull up into the spot. I'm so awful. I'll pull up into the spot, uh, net like whenever the drive through is like full or empty or whatever and i'll just place my order and aiden's like in the back seat like dad what are you doing and i'm like i'm avoiding talking to people at all costs <laughs> that's why i was chipotle i just order it on my phone and then drive there and pick it up instead of like yeah masking up and talking like, i wear a mask obviously but like sure. talking through the mask and it's, it's just, just like it's, it's so much, much easier it's too much like all i have to do is like hey yo got an order for uh morgan and they're like oh great we've got it for you and then you pull up you don't have to hand them anything they put your food on a tray and you just take it and it's the least amount of human interaction i love oh, it man i might yeah. do that for a quesarito now it's the best dude i used to get cheese roll-ups quesarito and a low-tail griller now i can only get cheese roll-ups and quesaritos so like i mean hey hey so Aiden. sad Aiden loves a cheesy roll-up. Dude, cheese roll-ups are fucking bomb. Yeah, I feel Unless like... Unless they're lukewarm, then they're not good at all. They'd be either scorching hot or don't get them. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. Well, for the longest time, I was a, I was a, uh, a cheesy roll-up hater, because I was like, why would you just want a warm tortilla with, like, a little bit of cheese? And then, one day, I got Aiden two, and he ate one, and he's like, I don't want the second one. So I ate the second one, and I was like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so hey, welcome to It's Not That Terrible, the <laughs> podcast where uh, I, Zach Browns, with my co-host, Morgan Heisler, what's up, guys? And we talk about the movies that we love that are not so well-reviewed, and also Taco Bell sometimes. Oh, you know, I just thought, you know what, we're going to live Moss here, we're going to start the show a little differently. Uh, <laughs> this week, we're talking about Clue, released in 1985, directed by Jonathan Lynn, written by John Landis, who so, just so happened to all oh, directed and written my favorite horror movie, American Werewolf in London. Great film. I feel like we, Animal House, but I feel like we've got to watch American Werewolf in London for the show at some point. I don't even know what the 
rating on that is. I think it's really high, but it's really uh, fucking good. Uh, well, you guys will get it on another podcast, whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll like a special episode. It's just yeah. me talking about American Wolf London. Yeah, 87. Yeah. It's real yeah. high up there. We'll go back to the old school way where you break down the plot and I just interject with like <laughs> questions because I don't know if I've ever seen American Werewolf in London. Oh, uh, Morgan. Well, not all the way through. I think back in the day watching like watching direct TV at my grandma's house, I'm sure I saw it on Stars or something, mm-hmm. but Animal House rules. Animal House fucking fucks. Shout that out to a great movie. Shout out to Eureka Pizza for having a giant giant like the eureka pizza right down the road from my house um if you know where i live don't call me out don't dox Um, morgan please please don't dox me not that anybody would care um (laughs) i already gave a girl on tinder a fake credit card number anyway so there's a giant there's a giant photo of john belushi from animal house inside the eureka pizza next to uh the u of a and it's like it's the raddest thing ever. I I used to love going in there and hanging out, and just like looking at John just Belushi's looking giant at John face. Belushi. It's just <laughs> the best. It's the dumbest thing ever. But yeah, Animal House. This isn't a podcast about Animal House. This is a podcast it's about, Clue. about Clue. And also, Clue has a thirty-three Metascore, which I thought was shocking. Yeah. I thought. Oh, it's thirty-nine. I'm a fucking moron. It's thirty-nine, not thirty-three. Whatever numbers. Either I, way, it's really low. Yeah, it's really low. I had never seen it before, right? I guess we can. I guess we can kind of go into our history now. I had never yeah, seen ahead. it before. Um, I didn't realize it was. Well, I guess I knew it was uh, an '80s movie, but watching it, I didn't realize how how old school it was filmed. Like this movie, like this movie, like, and I guess a lot of movies in the '80s as well, kind of had the problem of uh, audio echoing off of walls because they. You could tell this wasn't really done on a set. It was actually probably filmed in the like in the mansion. For the yeah, it was part. filmed in the mansion. I looked at the the plot or like yeah. the trivia. It was filmed in the mansion. And you can absolutely tell by the way the movie sounds. And a lot of movies from the seventies and like the early eighties have that issue. Uh, just because like, I mean, I'm sure boom mics were a thing, but they weren't anywhere near that they are now. And so a lot of the times, whenever like Tim Curry's yelling in the movie, you can hear it reverberate so loud that it almost drowns out what he's actually saying. But the problem is, like, on YouTube, on YouTube, I watch movies with subtitles. I'm that person. Um, but watching it on YouTube, the captions were just completely off. Uh, oh, no. Movie. They were so bad. Like, there was a lot of, there was just a lot of um, generalizing what the person was saying on screen. Oh, and I'm like, Netflix does that really bad lately, I've noticed. It's so A lot so of Netflix annoying. stuff does that. Like, just get the get a copy of the script, man. Like, it's it can't be that hard to find. Or just watch the movie and write it down. I don't know. Somebody give mm-hmm. me a job as a fucking... Just give me a job. Give me one of those cool keyboards. Like, the ones that has, like, V and stuff mm-hmm. as the shortcuts. Yes. Those are cool. Anyway, Zach, what's your history with this movie? So, yeah, I've seen this a, a bunch. Not lately, but, like, when I was younger. Like, yeah. Clue's one of my favorite board games. I don't know why. That Monopoly... Clue is rad. I, we used to have I, it. I, <laughs> I played it probably a few times when I was younger, but Dude, I haven't Clue's, played it in a long time. Clue's great. There's a lot of weird spinoff Clue games. I think there's a Game of Thrones one, which is super odd. Okay. But, like, I love Clue. The movie's a lot of fun. I love Tim Curry. But talking about how it's filmed old, well, it's because it's set in the 60s, which is a big reason, That's, I think, why they filmed it to look like this, like, to kind of cut maybe? budget, maybe yeah yeah i imagine this movie was like almost cost nothing to make oh yeah it had it, had, it couldn't i don't know what it cost money like the the knives and the guns maybe the yeah. chandelier the chandelier is <laughs> all the budget yeah they've spent way too much money on the two chandeliers they had to crash <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really i love this movie a lot um i didn't remember a lot of it i remembered there being three endings that was a i remember tim curry being in it and that was about it because i totally forgot that doc brown's in this yeah okay and, uh, so i didn't look at christopher I lloyd <laughs> Yeah, okay, whenever, I didn't look at the cast going in, I just knew Tim Curry was in it, and then 
the credits rolled and I saw Christopher Lloyd. I was like, wait, Christopher Lloyd. I was like, that's that Back to the Future motherfucker. And then <laughs> watching, like watching the movie, I see him drive up. I'm like, oh, Christopher Lloyd. And then I was stoked the rest of the movie. I didn't he really, looks so young. I could have sworn, um, gosh, what's her, what's her replacement name? Uh, because everybody in this movie has a replacement name. If you didn't uh, know. Scarlet, the S- peacock yes. or white. Uh, it had to be Scarlet. It was Scarlet. Was it was Scarlet. Very attractive one. Sc- yes, Scarlet is who I was like. Oh, that's Susan Sarandon for sure. <laughs> and then I looked <laughs> it up. I was like, that is not Susan Sarandon at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I could have sworn it was Susan Sarandon. I was like, oh, what a cool callback for uh, Tim Curry and uh, Susan Sarandon. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this cast, I didn't know any of them besides uh, Christopher Lloyd and Tim Curry, but I like them all. Yeah, they're all very good. I like the actor that played Mr. Green a lot. God, his, his, I'm gonna his have to get one. me up. I uh, there were uh, there were multiple points where I was watching this movie and there look there are a bunch of like three Stooges gags in this movie and I think that's that's part of, that's definitely part of the charm for this movie. Um, and this is there's a ton of there's a ton of jokes that at least nowadays only look I'm not gonna be that guy but these are all jokes that boomers make that like they think they're. <laughs> Like, listen, y'all, like these are all jokes that boomers make whenever they think they're being really fucking funny and very clever. And they're absolutely not. But for whatever reason, watching Tim Curry do it in this movie is way funnier. Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Tim funnier. Curry just cracks my shit up no matter what he's doing. Yeah. And like him running around the building explaining what happens yes. is the funniest shit ever. Like, we'll jump to that because I, I just want to get this out there. The ending to this movie is easily the best part of the entire thing. I mm-hmm. I had never seen it before and then whenever we get there I like I was telling Zach pre-show I I watched this movie's like an hour 35 36 minutes Yeah it's not very long. Yeah it's very it's very like in and in and out and straightforward. I watched I was watching it um I was house sitting for uh, for Katie my son's mom and while I was there I was watching it I got about an hour in they got back and I had to f- pick up and like watch it later. Luckily the ending of this movie is just an entire recap through tim curry and it's the funniest it's the funniest shit and then they go through the first ending and i'm like oh hell yeah that's the ending and they're like no and i'm like oh, okay this is the ending cool rad and it's like no and then by that to- like by that point i was on the floor laughing so hard because i'm like i hope they fucking do another one <laughs> like because that was so that was so my shit to just psych you out over and over and over again I was so happy with the way this movie ended. So you didn't know there were multiple endings? I had no, I had no idea. There oh were multiple wow, endings. that's like the one thing I knew about it before I saw the movie. My dad, when I was younger, was that like this movie was a big deal because it had three different endings that all shown in, all showed in different theaters. See, and that's wild as hell. I didn't even know that until I saw it on the dock. Yeah, the only movie that I know that has done that besides Clue would be the second Unfriended movie, The Dark Web, that came out a couple years ago. Oh, it had I need two to different see endings. That. It's, an, it's a whatever movie. Watch the okay. Kill Count instead. Just okay. watch the Kill Count because it's actually better than the movie but they showed the three this i'm going to trivia here there are three different endings shown in separate theaters but each theater that was showing the movie would advertise which ending they're showing like a b or c in the oh. uh, the newspapers so it was That's like so hey cool. this theater is showing clue at 9 45 10 45 11 and it's ending a now i don't know if there were separate showings of she- separate endings yeah. i imagine they probably just gave them one reel and were like hey uh, yeah. this is the ending you're getting I would imagine it'd be way too expensive for those theaters oh, yeah. to have, yeah, more than one reel, right? 
I'd be really pissed off if I didn't get the third ending, though, because the en- ending C is the best one. Yeah, I agree. The ending C is absolutely the best one. But Just man- for the one line, the one line that Mr. Green says at the very end. I'm going home to sleep with my wife. <laughs> After the entire movie being a slightly homophobic joke about him being gay. Yeah. But, like, that's beside the point. Yeah. But that line every time hits me so fun, so hard. I don't know why. But it's it is so, so funny. It's so stupid and, like, left field and totally goes against his, this entire character you thought this person was. Because watching the movie, I'm, like, I'm trying to be super... I'm trying to pay super close attention because I'm thinking like, oh, I can figure this out. But you can't because every ending is a lie, right? Like, mm-hmm. because because uh, Tim Curry or uh, Wadsworth, right? He yeah. like the entire time he's constantly he's recapping the story and he's telling you people are not in certain places when they actually are. Like, if you were to go back and rewind and watch that bit, like, no, those people are actually in those scenes. And so, like, you think you can kind of pick it apart, but you can't. And I guess that's, I guess that could be a knock on the movie, but like, man, a fucking 39 for Mm -hmm. this, this is like so my shit. And I think another thing with them being in the place is kind of like the board game, how the board game has different endings and the characters are always going to be there. So like the movie kind of leans into the board game aspect. I feel like with characters are always on the map. You never don't see a character in the game. Yeah. I wonder if that's kind of like a a tongue in cheek reference to like. Okay. It yeah. happened, but you can't explain it because they were here the whole time. Yeah, that I think it's a, fun. It's a fun kind of look at it. No, that yeah, I totally agree. I, it's been like I said, it's been so long since I even played Clue. I am not a board game person at all. Man, Clue's so I love Clue. I'm thinking about Clue now. But, I kind of uh, would fuck with Clue if somebody pulled out Clue right now. Um, but online after Clue. This. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, after this Discord trivi- call. Yeah, here we go. Another <laughs> trivia piece I have here is that Carrie Fisher was going to play Miss Scarlet, but she was in rehab at the time, which is a big bummer. Because Carrie Fisher would have been amazing in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Carrie Fisher would have been a really cool, uh, really cool addition. But I kind of feel like, I don't know, at least to me, I if Carrie Fisher would have been in this movie, I probably would have, knowing who Carrie Fisher is now, I probably mm-hmm. would have focused too hard on Carrie Fisher. You know? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I probably would have been like, oh, she's the lead, at least in my head, where I think Tim Curry does a very good job carrying this movie. And I think... Um, I think even uh, Christopher Lloyd, who at the time, when it when did Back to the Future come out? Eighty five, around this time. It came out around this time. Uh, Eighty five, yeah, the same. 85. It was the same year. Wow. Okay. So yeah, like Christopher Lloyd at the time, I guess, uh, was just about to blow up for sure. But even this came out he, uh, December of the Back to the Future came out the summer. This came out in December. Oh, so they were wow. within months of each other. Wow. Okay, that makes me wonder, like, what the context going in for people, um, for people wanting to see this movie, if Christopher Lloyd might have been uh, a little bit shifted forward in marketing. But that's the '80s. This is like the 2020s. I, it's totally different. But anyway, um, Christopher Lloyd in this movie, I don't think I, is the most notable to me. I know Tim Curry is like a staple for so many people, especially you know Rocky Horror, uh, it, mm-hmm. uh, everything. But Christopher Lloyd, at least for me, I was kind of worried that they would lean a little bit harder on him, and they totally don't. And they don't lean hard on any particular character. And I feel like the movie succeeds very well at being, like, I guess as objective as possible. You kind of feel like the butler is the main character a little bit, but it's still very zoomed out. It's not a, it's not a personal thing at all. And I think that I think it works in its favor more often than not. Yeah, and I think talking about the cast, like, Tim Curry as wadsworth is so great so good like just the the way that he acts like in every movie he plays in 
Mm-hmm. He's just so much fun, and he plays his own character every time. It's different. But I just think he's so fucking funny. Like, running yeah. around the building being like, they made it through the door in one minute and 12 seconds. They could get back in time. It's just like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, and I always, I'm like, okay, hot take, I guess. I don't like to, I don't like his uh, his version of It at all. Mm. Mm. I, I don't. I Given I didn't grow up, um, I didn't grow up watching It. I also didn't grow up entirely scared of clowns in the first place. Um, yeah. This is now a podcast about Tim Curry. I watching and watching the modern watching the was it twenty seventeen? Yeah, twenty seventeen and twenty nineteen. Yeah, so the twenty seventeen it I, I I favored a lot more because that was just a little bit more leaning into the actual horror aspects of the of Pennywise, whereas Pennywise in the nineties, uh, as played by Tim Curry, was I don't think was as unsettling just because. He play he plays so much he plays up so much of the clown aspects of Pennywise, and so for a long time I was not a huge Tim Curry fan until watching uh, Rocky Horror for the first time, and I like after watching Rocky Horror I was like oh yeah Tim Curry fucking rules and Clue just kind of solidified that for me yesterday too. Yeah, I think Tim Curry is like I'm not the clown like he wasn't even scary. Watch Criminal Minds he's really scary in that show, but. Uh... He's great in Clue. I think he plays the comedic roles a lot better, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Like, even in Annie, which is a great film. Oh, Annie saying, roles, yeah. Uh, his character in Annie is like has that, that comedic tone to it, and it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And this movie just this movie's just really fun. It's, yeah. it's one, another one of those movies we have on the show where it's just... I had a blast watching it. Yeah, and, and I, I kind of awesome feel guy. offended that it's... Like, I feel offended that we had to do this uh, movie on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think understand. it's a masterpiece by any stretch of the imagination. No. I don't think it's worthy of below a 60, though. No, definitely not. I mean, this is... I don't know, man. I don't think this is any better. Or, I don't think this is any worse than fucking any... Um, uh, damn it. What are the... I'm blanking so hard. The the dumb movies. You know which ones I'm talking about. Dumb and Dumber? No, it's... <laughs> man, how am I blanking this hard? Everyone loves them. Uh, Holy Grail... Uh, King Arthur, oh, Indiana Jones, De- no, oh, Monty Python, Monty Python, like this. <laughs> damn, we got there, y'all. I so I don't. I also don't have the same type of humor as like Monty Python generally. Um, I'm much more like, or maybe I do. Maybe in small doses, I guess. But this movie does so much of the Monty Python type of humor that. Mm-hmm what I, I would imagine is like super popular at the time. And that's why I'm so confused as to why this movie, for whatever reason, didn't land critically. Cause everybody yeah, seemed from, to love those. From what I looked at, it was a lot of issue with it kind of being like, it's like a cash grab at the clue property. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't realize there's a lot of cash tied up in the clue property to begin with. I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, I mean, would it? I mean, I mean, I'm sure board games. Well, we like we have the video game industry now, but I guess back then that was '85 uh, was right around the time the NES came to the states, mm-hmm. and so that was like right when the uh, the games industry started to boom again. But I guess before then, I I would assume Clue would be a pretty big thing, a big enough thing to make a movie off of. Yeah, this maybe. is the first board game movie. Which yeah, looking at it now is funny since like we had Battleship with Rihanna. What a what a <laughs> movie. <laughs> Shout out Damn. to Rihanna and Battleship. I, I'm going to direct the Shoots and Ladders movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. But yeah, I feel like this movie is one of those ones we have on the show where it's like, 
there's not a lot to talk about, but it's just fun to talk about in the movie because there's so many like funny little bits. Mm-hmm. As I'm looking at my Discord and see the Scoot Gang group that has Tim Curry on it, I again am just like Tim Curry is such a great person. Talking about Tim about Snacks. Tim Snacks. Talking uh, about Tim Snacks. Yeah, I for the for the handful of people who aren't in our friend group and don't like get that, I'm sorry, but also like maybe you're better off not knowing about <laughs> what that is because I still don't know what it is, and I'm friends with all of those idiots. <laughs> fucking tim snacks <laughs> all right i want to kind of diverge here to talk about the endings yeah let me the, the brunt of our discussion is how the endings are different and fun but i i said earlier i think c is the best ending i think c is like the canonical ending i can't remember what it says in the show in the movie or not but the fact that it has everyone be a killer while yep. diverging from the game i think that's the biggest issue with that c ending is that it's not like the game yeah this the is the game everyone kills somebody killer. yeah yeah but I just really enjoy it being like Wadsworth trying to kill Green and then Green shooting him. Then Green end up being a police officer or a cop, or whatever, a cab. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like a plug, right? He's like yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's like a a mole. But the the ending line still gets. I'm going home to sleep with my wife because the entire his it's just his, a, like, it's just blackmail is that he's gay. <laughs> yeah like what what a blackmail and even he's just like look man i don't like even he's just kind of like look man i don't really care it's just that i'm in public office and people would just like have my head about it which Mm -hmm. in the in the 80s that is exactly what would have happened um it wouldn't have ended pretty for him so it's it's understandable it just sucks that like watching this and you have to deal with you have to deal with some of the homophobic jokes given it's no jay and silent bob no no uh, no, no. it's it definitely 30 years before jay and silent bob <laughs> yeah def- it's definitely no jay and silent bob i think like these jokes are, are quick jabs about just someone being gay as opposed to like actively making an active joke out of the character for being gay but it is what it is um i don't like i don't like using the excuse that it's a product of the time because it's not an excuse for being bad just acknowledge it i guess um but yeah i really like i really liked ending a which is you have here yvette murders the cook and mr body the cook mr body and mr body on miss scarlet's orders scarlet killed the other victims wadsworth works for the police and the even the even evangelic yeah oh my god that word is impossible the the evangelist is the chief i like that ending a lot if i would have watched this movie and gotten that ending i would have been super stoked yeah, I I do like the 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 preacher man coming to the door <laughs> and being like, "Do you need savior?" And I do like how they respond to everyone at the door. It's always yeah, funny, like so the uh, the telegram from who's the Go Go's uh, lead guitarist. In case you didn't know that. Oh, uh, I'm the singing telegram that likes to, and they cut her off for yeah. their one almost fuck in the movie. But I just love their inter- like the interaction between the group and the people outside are always funny because they're so mm-hmm. awkward and no one notices it. Yeah, and I love the I love that the constant joke going throughout the endings is that is that uh, they were friends with like socialism is always the red herring. Yes. Like, oh man, like it's the funniest thing because everybody. I in case you're in case you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie, everyone here is uh, except for maybe Wadsworth. Who who even knows? You know, mm-hmm. depending on which canon you choose in your head, uh, everybody here has something to do with the U.S. government in one way or the other. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, um, he he worked for uh, the WHO, timely, huh? And yeah. uh, he got his license revoked for sleeping with a patient uh, or having an affair with patients. Uh, we had Miss uh, Miss White who killed her husband, who was a higher power, right? Yeah, 
uh, somewhere. Yeah, in the she kills her. She kills her husband for having an affair. I think I can't remember. Yeah, and, and then even even then she's like, no, I've had multiple husbands, and like she even implies that she's had multiple husbands in like positions of power, uh, in like in the government anyway. Uh, Miss Scarlet, she, um, runs a call girl. Yeah. Operation. Yeah, like she she's a sex worker. You have um, and you have a representative. You have someone who was working on. I think Colonel Mustard works on uh, nuclear bombs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and that kind of that kind of does it. So like everyone here is everyone here is implied an implied power, and or in the Miss Peacock, right? She was um, she was, she was basically the wife of a senator who yeah. she was paying off to keep his secrets. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, no, you like out of all the people here, you really fucking exist. <laughs> like, yeah, no kidding. No yeah, fucking kidding. Man. Yeah. A lot of these are really timely in uh, in the year of our Lord 2020. Yeah. And I, I there's a trivia piece I read that uh, Professor Plum works for the UN. It's the United Nations organization in the WHO. So his and the thing is, you know, who? Oh, so it's my UNO, God. WHO. What is so you know who? what a goofy dumb thing like and my like one of my one of my favorite moments of the movie and this is such a stupid thing that i wouldn't laugh at like any 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 other film i would think it's so dumb is when he goes to let um what's his face the uh the the senator with glasses um oh, uh green green yes he goes to let uh, Mr. Green in, and whenever he does, the dogs are outside, and he's like, "Sit!" And then he <laughs> Mr. Green sits down, sits? and I'm just like, "That's so stupid and like funny in the worst way possible. Like, why would you ever think that someone's telling you to sit down in the fucking rain?" Anyway, that's a really dumb thing that I don't know why I loved in that movie, but it's it's just the thing, I guess. Oh yeah, I really thought it was really funny. I also like how every single character in the movie is somehow connected to someone else. Yeah. And they like, don't even like the random, say. the random motorist and the singing t- call girl mm-hmm. are all connected to someone. And it's such an interesting little bit. Yeah. And like, that was uh, one of Miss Scarlet's uh, employees at one point. Yeah. One of her call girls. Yeah. And then the singing telegram was a former patient of Plum who he had an affair with. Yeah. Oh, and, it's so, it's so and even, even um, the, the guy who shows up in the broken down car, you don't really, is it ever explained who's he, who he's related to? Cause uh, he f- was a former driver, wasn't he? I'm assuming so. He, yeah, he like, was a former driver for Colonel Mustard. Okay, because whenever he's on the phone, they right before he gets killed, he says, like, yeah, like, my former boss is here or something. And yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking weird. Like, no one said anything. But, of course, they didn't say anything. It's clear. <laughs> also, I'm reading here, there was, a, there was a fourth ending originally. Oh, God. Uh, Wadsworth committed all the murders, motivated by desire for perfection, having failed to be either the perfect husband or the perfect butler. He decided to be the perfect murderer instead. He poisoned the champagne the guests had drank so they would soon die, leaving no witnesses. The police and FBI arrive and Wadsworth is arrested. He breaks free, steals a police car, but his escape is thwarted when three police dogs lunge in the back seat. What? What? I'm glad that doesn't exist. What? That is... I was hoping... I was hoping that that was going to be, like, the one, like, oh, man, wish they had that in there. Absolutely don't. Nope. Glad that did <laughs> no. not make it. What a stupid... No. Yeah, glad that one stayed on the cutting room floor. The ending is documented in Clue the Storybook, a tie-in book released in conjunction with the film. So you want to find that 1985 storybook, you can read the fourth ending that I just told you. I think, I, I think I've think i seen that, like, in person somewhere. I, I know mm. I know for a fact that it exists. I've seen it in, like, a thrift store or some something stupid. I don't know oh, if I've I read seen it, this book. I've seen that book cover before. But, yeah, it's so... 
it's so I, the three endings are so interesting like, yeah it's such, a I great, agree. it's such a great bit yeah and like as much as as much as i loved ending a whenever whenever like okay but for real though like this happened i was like oh my god like i was sitting i was sitting in the living room with aiden aiden's like aiden's just hanging out doing his thing like playing playing with like his spider-man lego toy or whatever mm -hmm. and then the thing had like the reveal has like oh this is what really happened and i'm like oh my god and then my head like my head is just in my hands and i'm laughing so hard and then they do it one more time and he's just looking at me like what like what's your problem <laughs> And he just doesn't oh, get it, man. and it's so funny, dude. Man, the fact that you didn't know this had three endings makes me so excited for if slash when we do a uh, final destination and we get to the fifth one. The fact that you didn't know this happened, you for sure don't know what happens in that. And oh, that makes man. me so excited. Okay, if whenever we do Final Destination, we have to do Final Destination 3. We have to find the Final Destination 3 DVD where we can pick our own. Oh, <laughs> yes. The Choose yes. Your Own Adventure Final Destination yes. 3. Oh, shout out to Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Let's get on the show. Huh? Let's get on the show. I'm looking at my Ramona Flowers Pop Funko right now. Let's oh. get on the show. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winston, if you're listening to this, please DM me on Twitter <laughs> at Morgul. That's at M-O-R-G-A-U-L. Zach, what's our email address? I always forget it. Oh, fuck. I forgot, too. I knew you would. <laughs> INTTPod at gmail.com? That sounds right. Man, if anybody like if anybody wants to be on the show, I really appreciate oh. it, but we're real bad at this. So. INTTPodcast at gmail.com. I was so close. Okay. Well, there you go. For future yeah. business inquiries, sponsorships, and like, uh, hit us up there. Mary Elizabeth Winstead and uh, Paul Rudd. Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek. Susan Sarandon. Yeah, let's get them we'll, on here. We'll get, get all of y'all on. on. Yeah. All right, Morgan, I want you to not look at the doc. If you already saw this, that's a okay. bummer. I want to play a game. Do you know where the three plots diverge? It's not in the middle of a woods. Wait. The th Wait, the three plots? Like the three endings where they diverge, like what point is where they change? They change. No. It's whenever Wadsworth cuts the power. When the power oh. comes back on, they're all three different. Like that's where the three different uh, endings start. Okay, that makes sense. I'm remembering. I'm remembering him walking out of the doorway and starting mm -hmm. each story. Now that makes a lot of sense. Also, I feel like a big dummy because I was watching this movie and I was like, "Man, I recognize this mansion. Where do I recognize it from?" It was used in the Achievement Hunter video one time for like uh, eight of man murder or something. It, and I'm pretty sure they even say it's the Clue Mansion, but I totally forgot. And I was like, "Why do I recognize this from?" And I was like, "I'm a fucking nerd." And did you? God damn it! <laughs> did you get the reference of the name of the house? Oh fuck! What was the name of the house? Hill House. Oh yeah, yeah, I got, I got it. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, whenever, yeah. Whenever they said that, I was like, "You motherfuckers!" Like, <laughs> of course, and of course, it looks. I mean, oh it yeah, looks, looks just like the Hill House. Obviously, referencing 2018 series The Haunting of Hill House, right? Yeah. Oh, the Netflix series Haunting yes, of Hill House. Of course. Um, that's the source material. There's nothing else to go off of. No, nothing. It no. Just before it's time. No Owen Wilson. No uh, Liam Neeson <laughs> movie. Um, of a different name <laughs> with a different plot. No way. Well, aren't they all? There's no ghost in that one, right? I've never seen that movie. No, that's that's Casper. Oh, that's you're Casper. Right. The Casper's no ghost. Everything's real. <laughs> Casper's a real boy the whole time. He's just really <laughs> pale. <laughs> it is Devin Sawa. Just like he just put on a fucking suit. And <laughs> we're not funny. It's one of those shows, you guys. It's one of those shows. It's yeah. 10 p.m. It's one of those shows. Uh, we're not funny. Morgan, anything else to talk about this, talk about this movie? Because like I think I'm running out of stuff. I think honestly, I think I am too. I don't want to stretch this out too bad. I I'm really 
I'm really happy with this movie. I I wasn't exactly dreading watching it, but it's one of like it's one of those things like doing the show, prepping for the show. It's always like, oh, I need to set aside time to prep for this thing that I'm going to do. And me being the person I am probably have ADHD. I don't fucking know if you're a doctor, call me. Um, I always procrastinate in general. And so I always end up watching watching whatever it is, partially to keep it fresh in my mind and partially because I just I just want to play video games most of the time and do hood rat shit with my friends. And so whenever I watched it, I was like, I'm kind of not super stoked. And I saw the trailer for some reason mm-hmm. because I was going to watch it on my PlayStation on the YouTube app. And I, I just searched Clue and I was like, OK, I'll just I'll just download it. I'll just watch it here. And then it just gave me the trailer. So I watched the trailer and I was like, OK, now I'm now I'm in. And so went back Chromecast. I rented it on YouTube that way and totally enjoyed it. I totally enjoyed this movie. Um, and I kind of have a soft spot for 80s movies anyway. So like this older style of filming and everything, it just it kind of worked for me in all the good ways. You know, I just I didn't know going in. I didn't know virtually anything about this movie and other than it was scored low. And so I'm very pleased to come out so high on it as I am, despite, you know, despite the homophobic jokes, despite like the like the dunks on uh, the dunks on like um, just politics and uh, politics and sex work and stuff like that in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the 80s. I mean, I don't really know what I, I would have expected. Um, but you know, you have to call it out. Right. So yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah I think also we're skipping the break again because fuck the system. Who, who fucking um, needs a break, man? Exactly. We're, we're on it. We're on it today. I really think this is a, a good movie. This is a really yeah. fun movie. It's a classic. It's a cult classic, which I think it is surprising mm-hmm. that it's cult and not a normal classic because it's, it's fun. It's got a great cast. Yeah. And it's just a fun hour and a half. Yeah, it is. It's. Honestly, if this wasn't, if we weren't doing this in the middle of a pandemic, um, it would be super rad to like watch this with a bunch of friends and get really drunk, you know, and like just have like a super good time with a bunch of people who I guess appreciate, um, this type of humor and appreciate just older movies and nostalgia in general. Cause I think this movie is so strong at delivering all of that and all the jokes are consistent and given they don't all land, but they're all goof they're all goofy like there's literally a three stooges bit where there's like multiple where they slap miss scarlet because she won't stop fucking screaming and then (laughs) they poke they multiple times by the way uh by two different people and then was it they they poke christopher lloyd in the eyes like fucking three stooges like so dumb man yeah it's so dumb and it's such dumb fun yeah, and I it's just a movie you can watch with friends and just have a good time. I don't think it's terrible at all. I don't no. think it deserves a thirty nine on Metacritic. No, I, think I it's it, real wild. It's, it's honestly a little insulting to this movie to give it mm-hmm. a, a, such a low score. I think. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Um, yeah, wow, this is a this is a short one. What a good show, though. <laughs> what a good show. What a what a fun one. I mean, we can't we can't top last week's nightmare fuel that was no, Space Jam. No. Um, <laughs> Nate and Cam are too funny, honestly. And yeah. like, I don't know, you and I have had the conversation before. Like we like we want these shows to be like a little bit tighter in general anyway. So, I mean, mm-hmm. a good like, look, we're sitting at 30, 35, 40 minutes on this one. It's fine. You know? Yeah. It, it doesn't have time. to be. We had a good, yeah, time. a good time. We talked to you. But guess what, you guys? Next week, talking bring it on. Oh, That's God. Right, we're doing it. Erica called us out on Twitter this morning. We already had it planned. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> we've been playing like this is 
months out. We've known with a, about with this. A, with a surprise guest, we can't say because it's a surprise. Oh, but uh, bring it on. It's gonna be fun. I have written <sighs> in the doc here. Then I realized they don't want me to tell who's gonna be on the show. Okay. So it's a surprise, Morgan. Yeah. I'm sorry for bringing. I'm ready for bringing it on. I'm ready for next week. Bring Dude. it on. So excited. I'm so excited for bring it on. Like bring. We'll get into it next week. But a little bit of a little bit of preface. Bring It On was like one of my favorite movies growing up. I used to watch it with my sister and my stepsister all the time. Love this movie so much. I can't wait God, to watch I, it again. I can't, I can't fucking wait. Morgan, where can people find you? Man, um, you can find me on Twitter. I don't recommend it. You can find me at Morgul. That's M-O-R-G-A-U-L. Um, you can, maybe you can find me on Instagram. I don't really care. I think that's Morgan Highslip, M-O-R-G-A-N-H-Y-S-L-I-P. Um, maybe you can find me on Twitch. That's also M-O-R-G-A-N-H-Y-S-L-I-P. Just Morgan Highslip on Twitch. Maybe I'll start streaming soon. Skater XL comes out tomorrow, man. Yeah, it does. I'm so, we got an hour. We have dude, 55 minutes. Dude, I've already got it on my PC. I'm ready for that 1.0 update. I'm ready to Let's start doing go. fucking hard flips and fucking backside 180s. I landed Are my first fucking pop shove it. Bro, I just landed my first shove it today. I'm stoked. I'm 25 years old. I haven't skated in <laughs> eight years. <laughs> I'm so stoked. <laughs> I spit water everywhere. Oh man, I'm so excited. <laughs> Zach, where can people find you, man? You can find me on Twitter at Y-R-O-K-A-Z underscore N-W-O-R-B. I tweet some some dumb shit, usually a little bit of sports stuff. Uh-huh. Find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Y-R-O-K-A-Z. I'm going to start streaming soon. Uh, it took three and a half months, but my eight, my adapter for my camera finally came in. Oh, so God. I have to use a battery. I ordered it May 19th, and it came in two days ago. Hell so, yeah. You know, <laughs> We shout got out power to the pandemic. Now. Yeah, shout out to the pandemic. It also it came from China. I think I'm part of the issue. Yeah. You got stuck at some borders at some point. Probably. But it's here. We got power. We're going to start streaming soon. Maybe some Halo. Who knows? Hell yeah. Um, you can find me here. INTT Pod. We, uh, we have a good time. We talk about some movies. Yeah. We get wild. Uh, rest in peace, the loaded potato griller. Just want to throw out there one more time. Rest, rest in, in peace. Rest in peace. Look, rest in peace, the loaded potato griller. Rest in peace, the loaded potatoes in general yeah yeah um lost a good one lost a very good one it's just how you can i I just found out about the loaded potatoes a few months ago and i know it wasn't a short life exactly but it was for me and to be cut so short is disheartening uh it's a bit of an insult and i hope i really hope nacho fries come back soon oh my god the nacho fries those trailers is the only good part. I, I just, I really want nacho fries so bad. Um, a Taco Bell aside, uh, maybe you guys can live Moss. You can go leave us a review on iTunes. You can go leave us a review on uh, Google play. We haven't pimped that in a while. Um, oh, we have I, not. <laughs> yeah. Just let's do an audible right here. Let's drag the fucking show out. I guess everybody go give <laughs> us, leave us a rating. Go leave, go leave Caminator rating on, uh, on Nest pod. We didn't pimp that last week. Totally should have. Um, everybody, everybody who's been on the show so far has been so great and so awesome. And we've got like, we've got a ton of great shows planned. We've got a few changes coming up and like, I'm super, I'm super excited to just keep booking people and just doing these stupid fucking movies. Mm, <laughs> and fuck yes. yeah, it's just, it's a blast. And thank you guys so much for so much for listening. It's, it's super rad. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Um, we will see you guys next week for bringing it on. Uh, in remembrance of the low potatoes, here is In the Arms of an Angel by Sarah McLaughlin. Thank you. <laughs>